Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are daring to be different. Daring to be different once again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond, on the Dream Chasers Radio and TV networks. Thank you again so very much. Wow. You know, in all in all that we do and everything that we're putting our focus on, do you ever really want to give up? I will not give up. That is the title of the show today. I will not give up. I will not give in. I will not. I will not. I will not. You know, and some people just say, oh, well, giving up is, is a form of saying, you know, when you're defeated or when when you know that you've been beat. I, actually, you know what? I think giving up is a form of, it's not a quitting thing, but it's more of a, oh, my gosh, I don't think I can do this kind of thing. I think you can. And today's guest is going to tell you how they did it and what they do to get it done. And, I mean, you know, giving up is in everybody's mind. Every moment that you go through, that you're going towards your goal, giving up is always going to be a part of the list that you have in front of you. But are you going to do it? That's going to be the thing. Are you going to go with it? Or are you going to give up? And I have my first guest on the line today. Thank you so much for being a guest on Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Uh, my name is Dr. Don Menz, and by day I teach uh, students with severe cognitive delays. I've been teaching for over 20 years, and mm. for fun I write children's books. I have nine wow. books in my series. I have nine books in my series, um, and they've won 31 awards, and they're based on, they're called Queen Vernita's Visitors Educational Series, because I'm a teacher, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, they're, they're based on, uh, Vernita was my grandmother, so they're named after okay. her, and they're based on my, my adventures, and they teach days of the week, months of the year, seasons, and then the queen begins to travel around her kingdom. And she teaches about different places in, within her kingdom. And I've written a book on New Orleans and Alaska. I've written two on Kona, uh, one on the coastline of California. I wrote one with my brother, who is an astronomer at JPL. And I wrote one on a paddle boat trip that I went up following the Lewis and Clark Trail. Mm-hmm. So they they vary in, in different aspects. Wow. So these are things that are your life experiences? Yes. I've done almost everything in the book. Um, in Hawaii, we went swimming with – we went out in a shark cage, and we went swimming mm-hmm. in the sharks with the sharks. So every month in this area, like in Hawaii, the queen has a new friend for each month. And then she learns seven facts about whatever subject that friend is teaching her for that month. So one month was about sharks, and then one month was about manta rays, and there are several that are about dolphins. 
I've been swimming with dolphins in Mexico and um, Hawaii and manta rays in Tahiti. Um, so we go through all of that. We also teach some culture. Uh, in New mm-hmm. Orleans, uh, she held baby alligators, and she went to plantations, and she learned about slavery. Um, and let's see, what else did we learn about? Oh, all sorts of things. Wow, wow. So slavery, I mean, okay, so let's let's back up. Let's back up. <laughs> you know, you are a doctor, and you yes. have two different things that you do. It's like you have this this one life. It's like, it, it, but I, I can't really compare it to you, Jekyll and Hyde. But what I can say is, how different are the two for you? I mean, in your life, how different? Um, the traveling is something that my that came with my my grandmother. She was a world traveler, and my mom, mm-hmm. and it's ways to um, de-stress from my job, but I also have um, included some of my students into my books. Um, So in one book, we teach about autism and Rett syndrome. There's Down syndrome. There's cerebral palsy. There's multiple sclerosis. There's visually impaired. There's deaf children. Um, So it all kind of mixes and matches um, I've done book readings in our autistic center for our little mm-hmm. preschoolers. It all just kind of meshes together. I have a PhD in curriculum instruction, so it you know it all just flows together. Um, wow, wow! And I mean, so, you know, you have a you have a family too. Uh, well, my children are all grown. My oldest is thirty-seven, and wow. um, I have. 35 and 33 year old and I have five grandchildren um, so I didn't start writing until my son was 17 so um, but, wow. but the traveling that we do we usually do as a family there's usually um, mm-hmm. a lot of us um, the newest book that I'm writing is based on we took the train from Williams Arizona to the Grand Canyon um, okay. a couple of couple of Thanksgivings ago and there was 19 of us and then when we got back we went on the Polar Express and took all the little ones and all the older ones everybody went had a great time so that's the one she's currently illustrating and will be published hopefully within the next two months Hmm. okay so you said you started writing when when your when your youngest was 17 when did you finish your first book well actually I wrote the book and my credentialing class when I was getting my credential. It was an assignment in my math class. So I actually okay. wrote it uh, like seven years before that, but I didn't publish it. It was when he got older, you know, I thought, I'm just going to publish this. You know, everybody wants to publish a children's book, and here I have this book. Mm-hmm. What should I do? So I published it, and then, uh, okay, I did it, and that was what I was doing. And I suddenly got I got first place in the Evie Award, which is the independent Ooh. publisher in Colorado. And I started getting interviews. And they started asking me, well, what's your next book? I don't have a mm-hmm. next book. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of, you know, I don't know. It progressed from that. And it progressed into my traveling, which I love to do. And it's a great excuse to mm. travel now. But it kind mm. of just has evolved from just wanting to do that one thing that a lot of people say they want to do 
you know, a lot of people, especially in education, they want to publish a children's book. And that's what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, and I did it. And then it just evolved, and it's still evolving into something bigger and bigger and bigger. And I've had such incredible experiences. Um, it's It's been so much fun. A lot of work. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Well, yeah. A lot of definitely. investment. Yeah. I mean, what what about that work? What where do you get your ideas? I mean, I know your travel kind of influences a little bit, but I mean, there's got to be something different as well. I mean, since you're working with children and you're working with cognitive, uh, severe cognitive delays in most of these children, I mean, is, is that where you're getting your ideas? Or I mean, t- tell me where are you getting these ideas? And I mean, so many books, and and, and starting and and being a doctor and being a grandmother and I mean, where, <laughs> you, where you get the time, girl? I'm serious. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just happens, you know. Um, my ideas do come from my traveling, you know. Um, it's it's like I went to Colorado. Oh my gosh, ten years ago, and I'm just mm-hmm. now getting back to. We went um, ice skating and snowmobiling, and went to the a friend of ours went to the ice caves, and so I'm going to get back to doing that. Uh, you know, I've been to Jamaica. Mm. I didn't get to write about that. I can't keep up with what I'm actually doing, but. Um, so my ideas actually do come from all of my life experiences and my friends. Um, that's something I discovered that was kind of surprising for me is that when the first book I published, I put all the children in the family in it, thinking, well, they can't complain because they're too little, you know. And and then as I've gone along, the adults want to be in the books. And that's been surprising to me. But I've had, you know, just an array of all sorts of adults that want to be in the books. And I think that's wonderful. And my students and their parents have been in the books. And, you know, and it, so we're able to educate other people on the disabilities without actually educating them. They don't know that's what we're doing. You know, they're just reading a month, and all of a sudden they're learning about Connor, who uses a, a communication device, and the queen's learning all about it. And then nobody notices that that's what they're learning. So it's mm-hmm. all meshed. I get great support from um, from my administration on what I'm doing, and I've been very thankful for that. And um, mm. I've just had some amazing experiences. You know, I a friend of mine, when I published, I think it was my third book, the astronomy one, she bought 30 copies for her kindergarten class, and I kept telling her, it's too high for kindergarten, but that's what she wanted. So she bought them, and mm. I flew to New and I went to her school, her son's school, and did a book reading. And then I went to a bookstore on um, Long Island and did that. And I met the most amazing people. This man walked up to me and he said, my son reads your book every night and he has autism. And I'm like, wow, that's really neat. So I don't know. The experiences keep me going. Mm-hmm. Wow. Knowing, that, you know, knowing that children are reading ahead. my books. I mean, uh-huh. So that's what keeps me going. Wow, wow. I, I so, so I'm so sorry. I I get so excited because I mean everything that you're <laughs> saying is, is is amazing and it's like, okay, you're doing this. I want to know. And me and maybe maybe I'm the only one that wants to know this, but I want to know when did life truly truly begin for you? Because it seems like you're doing everything you want to do now, 
instead of doing it when you were younger or when your children were children? How how is what when did life really truly start for you? <laughs> well, life started when um when my first daughter was born. Um I you know, I was the one in high school who said I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to go be a business person and, you know. And then I met mm-hmm. my husband and got married and had a baby by the time I was 20. <laughs> so <laughs> then I was, I was lucky to stay home. I had three kids in five years, and that's what I did. And when uh, my youngest started going into kindergarten, um, no, actually, I think he was a little younger than that, but we both started back to school, and I started in junior college, not knowing what I mm-hmm. wanted to do. I just wanted to go to college. My mom was a kindergarten teacher. My dad um, worked for Gemma Dynamics and designed missiles. So I just started going, and it kind of just evolved. That also evolved into special education. And, you mm-hmm. know, I got my math when I was getting my credential because it was only a few more classes, and it was like, oh, I should do that. And um, then it evolved to my Ph.D. And so the writing started after my children were raised. But while I was raising them, I worked, usually worked two jobs. I did my homework during my lunch break. Um, you know, you do what you need to do to make your goals work. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. You know, you're an inspiration, truly an inspiration. You know, we're, you know, do you ever get writer's block, though? I mean, with all the travels that you've been doing, I, I just figure you have, like, this non, non-ending non supply of, of stories. I mean, <laughs> yes. writer's block, <laughs> what do. is that? I do. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, I have this whole big, long list of places I need to go. You know, like, through this experience, I've actually met two illustrators from Australia that they, they're just beautiful. And so that's on my list. I need to go there <laughs> and meet them. And, oh, wow. and then, um, I also have one of the books I'm going to be researching next summer, hopefully, is when my, when Vernita, my grandmother passed away, we found a family Bible. And it's mm. in it signatures from the Aldens. So my grandpa had researched years ago our our ancestry and we're direct descendants of John Alden. But now we have this Bible. So we're going to go to Boston and, and find out about it. And she, Green Vernita is going to sail on the Mayflower. And so that comes from my personal life, you know, my ancestry. And my family, several family members are going to go with us. So, no, it's a never-ending supply of what I could be doing or where I could be going or you know, the world's a really cool place. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm so happy so. that you're able to travel and do what you do and write about it and, and do all these things. I mean, how do you market your work? I mean, what avenues have you found that work best for your genre? Well, my job. <laughs> and, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of children there. <laughs> um, actually, there when I started taking this in a more professional um, avenue, I started connecting with um, the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Wonderful place mm-hmm. to go if you're writing books. Um, I've gone to their workshops and their conferences, and I've met some amazing people. 
Um, last year, I was on the launch team for Kwame Alexander, and he he gave this amazing speech at a conference. And he's actually, where you're talking about wanting to give up, I was going through a really rough time, and I just really just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I sat at the back of the theater um, during this summer conference, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he was the last year, and I'm going to listen to him. And he just gave me so much inspiration to keep going and what, how to keep going. It's the how-to that I think sometimes people get stuck on. They don't know what to do next. You know, mm. how do I make this better? What do I learn? And so I just started trying all these different things. And so I got to be on his launch team, and I got to meet him. And I am uh, connected with the Story Monster magazine. It's an educational magazine. And mm-hmm. so I go to Arizona and go to a lot of those events, and those just expand. Um, I also joined the United States Born on Books for Young Children. It's an international um, book work, book organization. And then I joined their committee for picking outstanding books of, for children, for or about children with disabilities. And mm. I also write book reviews for Story Monster Magazine. I'm also a literary judge for children's magazines and for romance books. And Oh, my gosh. There's, it's just, but it's fun. It's it's just interesting to meet all of these people, and um, to see how hard they're all working. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're very interesting. I'm telling you because it's like you do so much. I I'm trying to figure out now. I'm just I'm just saying. You know. I'm I'm silly sometimes, but I'm I'm a very visual person trying to figure out how you could fit all that into one life. That is a rich <laughs> and full life. My gosh! So your next travels are there any upcoming books? I actually have four, four on the on the horizon. Oh my god! I have gosh. one on now with the railroad. I have mm-hmm. one on Colorado and the ice castles and snowmobiling and ice skating. I have one I'm going to do on the Valley of Fire by in right side of Vegas, and the one on um, the Alden family. So those are my mm-hmm. next four. Oh, I also have one I started. Oh my gosh, years and years ago on the desert. So it's uh, based out of Tucson, Arizona, and the person I was co-authoring with yeah, with that. And contacted me yesterday and wants to get working on it again. We got like halfway through it. So, oh, yeah. There's okay. like a whole bunch of them out there. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you so. are truly amazing. I I don't know how you do what you do or where <laughs> you fit it in. I just, you know, I'm looking here. And, and you have your books on Amazon, am I correct? Yeah, they're on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. They're now at Target, Walmart, mm-hmm. <laughs> online. Wow, I have your Amazon page up here, page up here, and you have so many different books here. You've won twenty nine national awards, self pub. I mean, where I, I'm just trying to figure out where you put it. Where do you put it? Well, it, where is well, the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's up to thirty one. And I think today I was told that I was going to be, um, I forgot what the word is, uh, put into the Indie Hall Wall of Fame that they started. 
they said they were working on inducting me, I think, and they're going to announce it to the public tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. You know, I just, oh, I also, I also, as part of my teaching profession, I also travel mm. to Sacramento, and I've been up there, I think, 10 times, and I've worked on the California test for our students. Um, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. It's um, very academic, but it's also creative. And um, okay. we get to go up there and um, support our students and fight for them. And it's really interesting. We work with the California Department of Education and the Educational Testing Service, and they're wonderful. And they're, they really value the teacher's input and the students, and everybody there wants our students to be successful, and I love it. And I also um, was able to teach um, a college course at the University of San Bernardino, and I taught our future teachers uh, advanced curriculum. Oh, I really loved that Mm -hmm. because they were just getting into the classroom, and I was working all day, and we were all there together just (laughs) trying to figure everything out. And um, I just loved their passion and, you know, and I hope that, they get to stay and keep it, keep trying it because we lose our teachers within the first five years because it's, it's so tough, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, I think I just get all my energy from the passion um, because I really enjoy everything I'm doing, even though it's right. tiring and I really enjoy all of it. So it, it gives me energy. It gives me more energy to mm-hmm. do it. Um, so and when I get tired and I need to rest, I watch like CSI or Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you get a chance to actually relax because I I don't know I don't know how you do it, but okay, whatever you say, it's fine by me. I <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for bringing your enthusiasm about helping and also about your travels and and your new book and I mean where can people reach you I mean I give up where can people reach you <laughs> oh, well, I have a, a brand new website it's drdonmend.com you can contact me on there um, I'm also on Facebook donmend1 I have Instagram at donmend um, I have Twitter at uh, Queen Bernita my email ad- address is queenrenitasvisitors at yahoo.com. Um, is that everything? I think you could find me somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and put that up. <laughs> but I also added you to my Amazon uh, front page. So if you guys want to go ahead and purchase the book, just go to my Amazon page, and I have her up as one of our books to read. Okay, so Uh, you are up on the, uh, yeah, you're definitely up there. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Again, you got to come back and tell us about your adventures because I want to know, you know, not firsthand skydiving. I I, know that's not happening. I know that's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Because I would never do it either. Uh, uh, Surfing. Surfing? surfing? (laughs) Okay. All right. Surfing? You surf? No, I have a bad knee. I body, you know, like I body surf. I've done that. But I, have, I can't get on. I, yeah, no, but I not grew me. Because, you know. I grew up snow skiing. Um, so oh, that okay, will so. probably my one of my books soon. Wow. Okay. I have to tell you, you know, Jaws messed me up. So I don't like the beach. 
don't go in the water because of sharks. And I'm afraid. I'm oh, afraid no, you really of. Have to see a shark. No, no, yeah. no. So cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. And yeah, I'm afraid of jumping out of the plane because I don't think that my <laughs> arm flaps will take me up higher if I try to. <laughs> Yeah, that's not something that's on my bucket list at all. Yeah, no, 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 that's not happening, no. So, you know, whatever adventures that you have, I will live vicariously through you. How about that? Sounds good. I actually have two really cool things coming up that I haven't talked about yet. So when they get announced in their public, maybe I can contact you and we can talk about it. Of course you can. You can be on the show anytime. Thank you again so very much. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Oh, my gosh, you're an amazing person. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Wow. We're going to have her information up on the page really soon. I'm going to get all those pages up, but you can also go to my page on Amazon. That's Yaga Diamond. Uh, and that's uh, just shop Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Yaya Diamond. And you can get my favorite books and all the stuff. And if you have any requests that you want to shop through my store specifically, so you don't have to look for any of your items on your list that you normally shop for, all you have to do is say, hey, Yaya, can you put this on your page? That way you can always just go straight to the page and order that right from the page. You never have to go searching. Thank you again, guys, so much for being on the show. Doctor, I mean, oh, Dr. Dawn Mange is amazing, amazing. And I'm just, I'm so happy she was on the show. I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back. I'm my next guest on the show right after we come back. Don't you go nowhere, and you always know what to do during to be different. It's something that we always, always, always reiterate. So so cool how, you know, we have educators on the show today and they will never give up and teaching us how they will never give up and how, you know, life begins wherever you say it does. You know, it begins wherever you say it begins. And and your adventures and your desires and your dreams and the things that you want to do in life, you can do them at any age, really. I mean, you know, at any age. And you could write your book and you could begin your new life. And you could have a dual life as well. I want to welcome our next guest on the show. Thank you so much for being a part of Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello. How are you? My name is Dr. Deborah Vereen. I am uh, the author of the book, Repair the Broken Pieces, a system to awaken positive relations between the family Mm -hmm. and educational provider through engagement fusion. I am a retired school administrator and teacher, and uh, just mm-hmm. hearing your introduction about dreaming at any age, uh, I took an early retirement so that I c- mm-hmm. could pursue my dream. 
my passion mm. to promote family engagement and education. So I really appreciate this opportunity to have a conversation with you about that. Amazing. Wow. Okay, okay. So you just you just tweaked my interest. I was, I'm a very inquisitive person. My mom always told me, she says, your first thing that you ever said out of your mouth was why. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's wow. a real good thing. <laughs> so, what? I know that's funny. But what made you actually decide? And what kind of a journey was it? Was it scary to jump out of security into the unknown? Well, I'll, I'll start with the why first. Um, as mm-hmm. I worked as a family consumer sciences teacher, formerly home economics. I I Mm -hmm. really learned the importance of maintaining close relationships with the families that I worked with. So when I became a school administrator, there was a carryover. But I started to see within the environment that I spent the bulk of my career in, an urban environment, there was a problem with family engagement. Uh, Mm. So I decided that I needed to address that. And it, it was just my experience working at the building level and the district level, uh, I, I, I realized that I needed to uh, take an early retirement so that I could focus on my passion. Was it scary? Mm-hmm. It was because, you know, when you have a nine-to-five job, so to speak, and you have that security of going to a job every day, collecting a salary, collecting benefits and so on, um, that that gives you a level of comfort that you mm-hmm. don't have when you don't have that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, the fortunate <laughs> thing was that because I was an educator for 35 years, I, I do have a pension. So I don't mm. take that for granted. That's to live on, but I am building a business. Uh, the business right. is families with us, and my goal is to – uh, promote family engagement and education, and I consider myself a family engagement influencer. Awesome. Now, how hard is that? There are so many different facets and, and directions and aspects and categories and mm-hmm. situations. I mean, did you have to choose one, or did you just go with all of it? And And how are you tackling that? You are so right because family engagement is so broad and it's very Mm -hmm. misunderstood. A lot of educators are of the opinion that if they just bring families into the school, if if they participate at various levels, if they give their expertise, lend a hand, that that's engagement. Engagement is different from involvement and participation. Participation and involvement are really important. They have a place in education, but engagement is more of a relationship that educators have with parents, parents have with educators. So on my journey to really determine how I was going to approach family engagement, I had to go Mm. with my passion, what was inside of my heart. My heart led me to focus on the relationship building um, uh, aspect of 
family engagement. Because if educators have strong relationships with their parents, and if the parents have strong relationships with their child's educators, children are going to um, perform at higher levels. Uh, they will mm -hmm. be more deeply connected to the process of education. So there are just multiple outcomes, positive outcomes that happen when engagement takes place. So I mm -hmm. formerly worked as an adjunct professor of multicultural education and mm -hmm. a researcher that I absolutely fell in love with um, is Sonia Nieto, Dr. Sonia Nieto. She developed mm -hmm. the levels of multicultural education to help people understand how people begin to embrace this whole notion of multiculturalism, diversity. So I tried to adapt her levels into er every area of my professional life, and I tried to share it with others, but sometimes it fell on deaf ears. So I decided mm -hmm. that I was going to use her levels as a backdrop to my book and building a paradigm um, for family engagement uh, based mm. on the relationship building aspect. So educators mm -hmm. have to move, and I'll just go through, the, through this uh, very quickly. Educators have mm -hmm. to, and uh, I'm going to go through her levels of multicultural education, Educators who maintain a monocultural perspective only look at their perspective, and it's very difficult for them to um, develop a relationship with parents because they fail, they fail to see the other's perspective. They fail to see parents as unique and different. The okay. next level of multicultural education is tolerance. A lot of people think that tolerance is an admirable characteristic to have, but it's not. When you think about the definition of tolerance, that means to put up with people. So educators who tolerate parents, they just put up with parents. So those are the, the mm -hmm. negative areas of, I'm going to call them negative areas of the levels of multicultural education. Uh, but the, the positive thing that Dr. Sonia Nieto accentuates is acceptance, respect, and affirmation. So... Mm -hmm. My framework is built upon the characteristics of educators accepting parents for who they are, just approving of who they are, respecting them, mm -hmm. honoring the parents, holding them in high esteem, having a high opinion of them. And then affirmation is just providing compassion, empathy, love, encouragement to parents. So my book outlines what that looks like, and the outcome is that these three components uh, create what I call engagement fusion. So acceptance, respect, okay. and affirmation work together so that mm. educators are then freed up to build these wonderful relationships with parents, which will cause the parents then to be engaged with the educational um, um, aspects of their child's uh, learning. And um, the, the good thing is children benefit. And then the other right. the final thing that I uh, focus on is the fact that uh, engagement fusion promotes social justice. And social okay. justice in this whole scenario of engagement uh, with, with the families refers to a democratic process where parents have the privilege and the autonomy to balance the power with the educators. 
for the benefit mm-hmm. of their children's learning. Apathy, right. fear is gone, and democracy prevails as families work with their educational providers. Okay. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But, uh, that's the short of it. That's the short of it. That Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. That's, and that, you're right. It is a very broad subject. It, it covers so many yes. different things. But involvement, let's, let's go back. The involvement, sure. the repair of the broken pieces. You know, there could mm-hmm. be learning behavior. There could be uh, assault. There could be a, 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 um, a point of contact, basically, or a point mm-hmm. of injury that you have to work with. Uh, I mean, there mm-hmm. are so many different things that – that can be a factor in repairing the broken right. pieces. When you right. get started, what is that commonality that you find that's so prevalent in every case? Uh, I, I know you have a clause, you know, privacy, but, you know, generally speaking. Yeah, I, I, I think that if I am just looking at the side of the educator, and I have to tell you, there's two sides of this. And my first mm-hmm. part of my work is, is geared to the educators taking the lead. And then down the road, I'm going to focus on parents taking the lead. So mm. this, whole, this whole idea of brokenness as it relates to family engagement, I, I think with some educators, they look at parents as a deficit. Like like they they can't fix them like they're they're such the problem, and then sometimes educators don't think that they have a problem with family engagement. They think that if they have a high PT PTA membership, uh, if people contributed to the bake sale, sometimes they think that if there's a lot of people who show up for family um, for uh, the parent conferences that they don't have a problem with engagement. But the Mm -hmm. disconnect comes when there aren't the relationships. The relationship between Mm -hmm. the parent and the educator is not there. A lot of um, Mm -hmm. parents, and I'll just talk for a second about the parents, they think that, well, I'm doing my part at home. I'm making sure my child gets to school. I help with homework. Um, I I um, buy nice clothes for my child, pack their lunch or whatever. They think that that is all that it takes. There's so much more. There is that getting to know, uh, get, that, that is knowing who your educator is. And, and, and I'll speak predominantly for the educators. Educators need, need to know the characteristics of their families. And the, the, mm-hmm. the disconnect really comes in environments where engagement is low and uh, economics have a lot to do with it, diversity have a lot to do with it, uh, the, the, the greater the depth of poverty, um, the, the more diverse families are, the less likely they are to have, that is, the families have strong relationships. And mm-hmm. uh, my book really covers ways of bridging the gap so that that understanding comes. And that total acceptance and respect, affirmation comes so that uh, the bottom line is the families have a voice in their child's education. They're not 
turning their child's educational destiny over to educators who do a good job. Mm -hmm. I have to say teachers today work so hard, and I applaud the efforts of teachers. They are trained um, so, so well to educate children, but the brokenness comes because they, they, there's just not that emphasis on building relationships with parents. Mm. It's hard nowadays. Most parents have two, three jobs. You know, You're right? Um, mm-hmm. How do how do we combat that? How do we, you know, how is is there a way to kind of fit everything in? Educators. As I mentioned, they need to know the characteristics of the families. They need to accept mm-hmm. the fact that a lot of families are in that survival mode. So that mm-hmm. compassion and empathy has to kick in because they right. need to acknowledge the fact that, you know what, it is so hard for some families to uh, to to be as devoted to the education as they need to be. And when Mm -hmm. educators extend that olive branch, parents will make more of an effort to do more to support their Mm -hmm. child's education. But if if, if the families feel like the educators are just tolerating them and that they don't care, they don't love them, they don't support them, and they just don't get what they're going through, there's going to be a rift, and and they're going to remain disconnected. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you know, it's just so much. But I am so happy that you that you go ahead and you tackle it because I couldn't do mm-hmm. it. That's just a lot. Because you are right. Mm-hmm. There, there's two sides, and there it's just it's you have you can't ignore either side really. You have to kind of no, you can't. incorporate, yeah, you have to incorporate both sides. So tell me about your book. Tell me, now that we've gotten through the psychological aspect of why, what? Mm-hmm. Repair the Broken Pieces. Tell me about that. Right. It's it's a book that outlines everything that we've been talking about. It gives mm. educators an opportunity to reflect. At the end of most of the chapters, there is a piece with authentic uh, reflection tools there so that um, educators can reflect on a similar scenario that an actual parent went through so that they could Mm -hmm. begin to think about how the situation related to perhaps tolerance, uh, perhaps monoculturalism needed to be handled. Uh, and, and not only that, uh, it gives the book gives solid examples to educators. But the, the mm-hmm. thing is, educators have to be willing to receive the information. Some educators, not all educators, but there are some educators who believe that you know we have all the answers. We've been educated. You know, it, it, the problem is the parents. There's nothing we can do about it. As long as educators have that disposition, they will continue to have low levels of family engagement. So what I did along with the book, and I'm just finishing this project, I decided that I needed to take things a little bit uh, deeper just to make sure I'm reaching the educators that need help. 
So I developed an e-learning course, an online learning course that will be Mm -hmm. ready for educators any day now. Today was my target day, but I am working with a wonderful company called Academy of Mind, and they are meticulously making sure that the course is a quality um, program for educators. So um, it it will be ready in just a little, maybe a day or so. But the name of the e-learning course is similar to the book. It's Increasing Family Engagement for Educators by Repairing the Broken Pieces. So Mm. the, the online course is devoted to educators so that they can take it in their personal time. They can use their professional development time through the duration of a school year and even Um, the pre-service, meaning the young people who are in college now who are studying to become teachers, they need this information Mm -hmm. too because their coursework just covers family involvement and participation, but it just doesn't go deep enough to focus on how relationships are built. So this Mm -hmm. course can be taken over the duration of 20 to 30 hours Also, uh, the course has 11 modules, so uh, educators can, again, take it at self-paced. And then at the end, they will get a certificate of completion, and um, educators can take the course as they read the book, although I've added significant parts of the book to the course so mm-hmm. educators don't have to buy the book, but they can they can right. either get the book, take the course, or do both, have the book mm-hmm. in the course. So I'm going to do wow. the same for parents down the road. <laughs> Write mm-hmm. the book mm-hmm. for parents, and that name will be Are You Responsible for the Broken Pieces? Because there has to be, right. as we said, there has to be some acknowledgement for them. And then um, they will have a course as well. Right. Wow. So that so that gives wow. some background you know, into the, the book. Right. And that is so essential. It's like the book goes with the course. And so you Absolutely. can actually take the book and the course. That is that is so essential and just making sure that you cover every avenue. Again, like like you said, and we were both explaining it so broad that I mean to get the book without the course or get the course without the book is incomplete. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's just so much. And being an educator right. I mean, you know, recommending this book, recommending the course, taking both mm-hmm. in stride and together will help you to understand better. Um, you know, I, I just, I think they're, they're, that's amazing. I think it's amazing. Right. It, thank you very much. And there are just so many um, other things that I'm doing to help educators because my goal mm-hmm. is to help educators. I want to help families. I want to help children. This is my give back, so to speak. I have a blog on medium.com. Anyone who accesses my website, uh, www.debrahmverein.com, that's drdebrahmverein.com, you will be able or anyone will be able to see that Not only is the course on the website, but the blog is there. So I try to address hot topics uh, as they relate to education 
and family engagement, and I write articles. Um, I, I really I pause for a while to, because of the course development, but um, I should be posting another article tonight or tomorrow. Um, and um, the blog is very, very significant because it will a address real-life issues, and I offer a perspective very consistent with my beliefs in um, Repair the Broken Pieces in the course. And uh, talk okay. about giving back. Uh, for the quality of the course that I'm providing, people uh, charge thousands of dollars, but my give back is only charging $150 for this course so that mm. it is affordable to the educators that need it the most. Those who need right. it the most are perhaps in some of the financially strapped districts and schools where they just don't have the money. And this this price point allows educators to pay for it themselves if they need to. So mm -hmm. those are just some of the, the, the things that I wanted to mention about uh, wow. the course and um, about the book. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Doctor. It has been such a pleasure, and it's such a complicated subject that you really can't get through yes, everything. Is. However, no. getting the book is going to solve it all, I'm telling you, and you yes, guys know what I just did. I just put her book up on my page on the Amazon, so all you got to do is go to my page on Amazon, and I will put the link up in the description along with her, uh, along with the uh, website for your book. And for your you. academy and everything online, it's already there. So you guys, go ahead. Thank you. Get that book. Go ahead. And if that's something that you would like to do or you would like to suggest that to your educators, if you're in charge of, a, of a, uh, you know, education and, and people, educators, and they're giving education, and these relationships have to be repaired, definitely have to be repaired. I thank you so right. much, Doctor, for being on this show. Thank you. Thank you very much, mm -hmm. and I, if I may say that uh, if anyone would like to be in touch with me, uh, they can contact me by way of the website, um, and um, I am available to speak um, uh, remotely and limited live uh, speaking engagement, and I enjoy doing what we're doing now, having conversations uh, by way of interview. So um, there's just so much to cover with this, and I'm just fulfilling my dream, as you mentioned, and uh, there's a lot to do. So um, thank you very much for this opportunity. Oh, it's been a pleasure, and it's it's been it's been my pleasure, believe me. I love stuff thank like you. this. This is amazing. Thank, thank you. you so much again. All right, then we'll talk very soon. Much. When you're when right. when the uh, when the class and the courses are ready. Can you let me know? Absolutely. I will okay. do so. Good. And like I said, it, awesome. it, it should be any day. Um, um, Academy of Mine is, like I said, very meticulous, and they're working with me to make sure everything, every detail is what it needs to be to make the experience as positive as possible for the participants. And um, mm. I would imagine uh, maybe Wednesday it will be ready, but I will let you know. Please let me know. Definitely yes, let me and, know. and also, yeah, yeah, and then they could, people can check Facebook under Dr. Deborah mm -hmm. Marine, uh, LinkedIn, and also Twitter for updates as well. Awesome. All right, okay. thank you. We'll do that. Thank All you right. so much, doctor. All right.
Thank you right, very bye-bye. much. Okay, bye. No problem. All right, bye. Wow. Bye. Wow, 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 wow. All right, guys. Look, look, look. Going after your dream doesn't mean that it's going to be this easy thing. You know, we have some relationships that have to be prepared and, and repaired and 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 processed and just dreams that have to be fulfilled and goals and traveling and children's books and relationship books and wow, wow. To me, life doesn't be necessarily begin when you're born. It begins when you de- you have determined that that's that, that this is your goal. And and she doc Dr. Deborah left her job, huh? And pursued the relationships, the broken relationships, because she felt upon her heart that this is what she wanted to do. This is what she needed to do. Sometimes, guys, things change. Desires change. Goals, they change. But don't give up. So I'm not saying that you're going to give up on your dreams and your goals. Sometimes they do change. But what I am saying is don't give up on yourself. You're a valuable commodity. There is no one like you. There's no one that has the idea exactly like you have it. You could do this. And if your desires and your goals change, don't give up. It's okay. We all change. You know, I'm not the same person I was when I was younger. And when I'm older... I won't be this person that is talking to you today. I'll be wiser, hopefully, (laughs) and I'll have a different view on life. And it's okay. It's okay to be who you are. Don't give up. Don't give up. Wow. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio today. It has been a wonderful day. A wonderful day. This episode will be on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, and I want to thank all the listeners in Sarasota, St. Pete, oh, just forget it, Southwest Florida, Naples, all you guys, all you guys. I don't even know how many listeners we have there. I think I stopped counting at about 40,000 people, and I know we've expanded since then. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this has helped you. Don't forget, if you really, truly need to get these websites, if you want to get these websites, just go up on our page on Dream Chasers Radio. Uh, We're on Spotify, Google, Spreaker, Stitcher, I mean, we're everywhere. We're also on Facebook, Dream Chasers Radio. And you can connect. Get these get these books if they interest you, if this is something that you really, really want to do. And also, if you don't know, and if it's easier for you, you can shop Yaya Diamond on Amazon.com. So Amazon.com, shop Yaya Diamond. All those are slashes in between, so it's forward slash. And just go there, and the books are up there ready for you to purchase already. They're there. It's the easiest thing. You'll see it. It's boom, right there. My favorite books. They're all there. And they're part of my suggested reading. I, I, I tell you, 
we all need to help each other. We all need we all need to go through life together, understanding that we are connected in every which way possible, but never giving up. It's gonna change. You're gonna have different ideas and different goals at every stage in life. But in every stage of life, you will be great. And I wanna thank you guys so much for tuning in. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different.